the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And I'm getting ready to hit the road. I'm uh, on my way to Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to change some lives. We got uh, 13 people that will enter that classroom in Las Vegas tomorrow, August 18th, uh, and uh, 48 hours later. And they will come out. They're new creatures with new mindsets. Their, their minds will be cleared up. Their hearts will be resuscitated. They'll be able to have cleaned up some things from the past, create a brand new vision, uh, ask themselves the important questions, those existential questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What difference did I make? How many people's lives are better today because their path has crossed with my path? And so they'll ask and answer those questions in the process. And we all got some cleaning up to do uh, because there's a lot of stuff that's attached to us that never should have been attached to us. You know, we go through life and we get stuff attached uh, some good stuff, hopefully, but also some bad stuff. You know, I do a lot of training all over the world. <clears throat> and, uh, when I drive through Arkansas, I'd see these billboards that said, beware of hitchhikers, beware of hitchhikers. Uh, and I'd look and it was a boat, uh, that was sitting on a lake. And I'm like, what does that do with hitchhikers? And what they were talking about is when you put these boats in these waters, some, um, cr creatures, whether it be uh, shells or whatever they are, they attach to the hull of the boat. And so after that boat sits in there for a while, they pull it out, and then they go put it in another lake. And then those things that attach to the boat release themselves in this new lake, and now we start contaminating a new body of water with a foreign entity. And so we had to be aware that if your boat's been in the water for a while, uh, scrape the hull, clean it off before you put it in another uh, body of water. And that's us. You know, we go through life and, and we have great value. And yet we have things attached to us that are of not of great value. And we don't go through the, the, the venting process, that separation process. That's why I call my training a, a fiery furnace. Because it's the, the smelter's stove, right? You, you take precious metal. Uh, and inside, attached to that precious metal is stuff called dross that has no value. And so you put it under high intensity, you put it under high power, heat, and that melts the rock. And you don't melt it because you're mad at it. You don't melt it because you're mean to it. You melt it because the liquefaction process separates that of which is of great value 
from that which is of no value. One of my favorite stories I love to tell is about a woman. She goes into this china shop and she's admiring the china. It's just beautiful. And one of these, a special cup grabbed her attention and, and she found herself mesmerized by this cup, this little china teacup. And after staring at it for a while, it was like a Disney movie where all of a sudden it came to life, you know, the little bling, 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 you know. Uh, and she said to the cup, she says, wow, I don't think I've ever seen uh, more of a lovely designed cup. And the cup responded back, you know, I, I wasn't always this way. The cup said, you know, my earliest recollection was I was just a, a clump of clay uh, on the shelf in the potter's house. And my first recollection was these two large hands of the potter, they, they, they came up to me and they took me off the shelf and they put me on the potter's table. And it was foreign. I had never been off the shelf. I had never been on the potter's table. And so I wasn't sure what was going on. I was a little confused. And as I was pondering this, all of a sudden these two large hands of the potter came at me again. But this time they didn't lift me up. They started pulling on me, forming me, shaping me. Pulling me, forming me, shaping me. I said, I don't like it. Stop. And the potter gently said, not yet. As he kept shaping me and forming me. And after a while, he stopped. And it was good to be left alone. And as I was considering what just took place, he came at me again, the potter. But this time he had something in his hands. And he threw me into fire. Uh, what did I do wrong? I was just sitting on a potter's shelf and then he put me on the potter's table I had said nothing, done nothing, and now I'm in trouble. I'm in a fiery furnace. What did I do wrong? Why don't you like me? And I would scream out, let me out. And the potter, in a gentle voice, would say, not yet. Not yet. And then he put me out of the fire. He pulled me out. He put me back on the potter's table. And it felt good to be out of the fire. And he approached me again. This time he had something in his hands. And he had a, a, a palette in one hand and a paintbrush in the other. And he started dabbing in different paints and he started taking that brush and stroke me with color after color, with stroke after stroke. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. It was sticky. It was gooey. It didn't feel right. And I wanted him to stop. And I said, stop. And he said, not yet. As was stroke after stroke after stroke, he continued to paint me as if a blank canvas. And after a while, he stopped. And again, it felt good. To be left alone. But then he came at me again. And he put me in another fire. This one was twice as hot. And I'm like what did I do wrong? Why don't you like me? Why are you picking on me? Leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. And he kept softly saying. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not finished with you yet. And after a while, he pulled me out of the fire, and he put me back on the table. And it felt good to be out of the fire. And after a little while, I started thinking, what was all this about? I was just sitting on the, the potter's shelf, buying my own business. And now I've been through all these trials, all these tribulations, all this trauma, all this drama. And then he comes at me again with his two large hands. I wonder what he's going to do now. And he picks me up, and he puts me back. On the potter's shelf. It made no sense. What did I just go through? What was that all about? 
and after a while he came back to me again. But this time he had something in his hands. And as he shone it upon me, I noticed it was a mirror. See, he wanted me to see my reflection. He wanted me to see just how beautiful he had made me. And see, ladies and gentlemen, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys. It has highs and lows. And we got to realize is everything that happens to us in life, the only value it has is the value that we give it. It can make us bitter or it can make us better. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to talk about the boiling anger in our world today. It's a typical pattern of human beings. Stuff, 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 snap. And as leaders, we've got to ask ourselves, why all this anger? What's the purpose? See, when we get into tribulation, we show our true selves. When we get squeezed by life, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. This is where we need to take back our power and our freedom. We must be a good steward of what we allow in our heads, of what we hold on to. And so today, I want to lay out the case for a powder keg. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's a powder keg out there. Things are ready to blow up. We're now attacking former presidents. We're now persecuting our political opponents. We no longer have freedom of speech. We no longer have free and fair elections. We now have a justice system that picks and chooses who will be held to account and who won't be held to account. People have lost their will. They've lost their hope. They've lost their country. And ladies and gentlemen, this anger is coming out of everything. It's at fast food restaurants. It's in our marriages. It's abusing our children. And we got to realize that when we get squeezed by life, we're a sponge. And the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. And today we're going to talk about this powder cake. That if we don't deal with it, there's going to be a lot of mess out there. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about powder cake. We'll be right back after these commercial messages. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Decisions, decisions, decisions. Retirement is full of them. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. The guys will be talking about some of the decisions that retirees make that they come to regret later. Whether financial, non-financial, or lifestyle decisions, make them wisely because the stakes are high. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them now at 855-231-6010. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about powder keg. I mean, I had heard at a fast food restaurant a couple days ago, two gentlemen went in and ordered some food, and it's something to do with mayonnaise. And they didn't get mayonnaise, or they didn't get something, and they wound up shooting the two female employees. One was killed instantly, and the other one is in critical condition. She might have died by now. All this anger, all this hatred, and the political process is built on anger. And ladies and gentlemen, it's confusing out there. The lies of this COVID-19, the lockdown that's destroyed businesses. I got so many friends that whose life has been destroyed. They lost businesses they've had for 30 years. They lost homes. People who are, have been wealthy, have supported, have been uh, um, employed thousands of people, brought people to this country from other countries, and now have nothing. They're at the end of their life, lost their business, lost their home. Let's be honest, a lot of us feel like we've lost our country. Uh, you know, I'm now as a white Christian. I love my country. I served in the military. I was head of the college Republicans at UNLV. I was head of the state Republicans at UNLV. Uh, I was part of the Republican Men's Club president, the youngest president uh, they ever had at the time, and the first president to ever serve three terms. Uh, very politically active, would die for my country, serve my country. And now uh, I don't even recognize my country. My country left my God. So it's, I'm not in love with my country anymore. I still think it's probably the best one out there. I don't know. I haven't been to them all. But it's not the America. We used, to, we used to have freedoms. We used to be able to mock our government for the silly things they do. Now we get thrown in jail, Facebook jail or real jail. We now uh, persecute our political opponents. Look at what they're going to do Donald Trump. They're going to get him in handcuffs so that he can't run for office. They can't control him. The Republican Party can't control him. The Democratic Party can't control him. They fear him. 
because it's all about deep state controlling. It's not, it's not conspiracy. I'm a pretty smart guy. I used to be in love with my country. I've served my country. I, I, so I'm just, it's factual. Again, speaking the truth does not make you non-loving. Jesus spoke, said, Jesus Christ spoke the truth, and he said the truth will set you free. What was Garfield that said, first, it's going to make you miserable. And so many people, they're afraid to accept the bad news. And if you want to accept the bad news, then why would you accept the good news? And you got to be careful what becomes part of your experience. Because there are five things that put things into our experience, right? Don't you know what it is? It's our senses. We see things and they become part of our experience. We hear things and they become part of our experience. We, we experience things either tactile or emotionally and they become part of our experience. We smell things and we taste things. And I always prove my point. This is not an opinion show. Just like there's no book in the Bible called Opinions or Feelings, I'm not dealing with opinions or feelings. Some things don't feel right. I tell people this all the time. There's a lot of things in the Bible that if I was to write it, I wouldn't have put them in there. There's a lot of things in the Bible I don't agree with. It's not my word. It's God's word. Who cares if I agree with it? It's not written for my uh, uh, appreciation. It's not written for my agreement. It's written as God's instruction manual. If you want to live a good life, here's what to do. Since I am your manufacturer, remember. You've got to remember. We are so easily distracted. The number one command in the Bible is to remember. Why? Because we're easily distracted. We got to remember who God is. We got to remember who we are in God. We got to remember all his promises, like 5,000 promises in the Bible that I will not forsake you. I will not leave you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. In your weakness, God's strength is perfected. You must decrease, get less of you so that more of God can fill you up. And when you get squeezed by life, the only thing that can come out of you is what's in you. Think about this. Jesus Christ, whether you believe in his deity or not, I mean, Jews believe in Jesus Christ. They don't believe he was God. Muslims believe in Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, Muslim, the Quran puts Isa, that's what they call him, Isa al-Masiyah, puts him on the same um, um, stage, the same level as Muhammad. Read the book. I read the Quran. I study it. 70% of it's from the Bible. And so you got to realize no one's responding to reality. We're responding to our map reality. And so I want you to get where a sponge and when we get squeezed, the only thing that can come out of us, what's in us, I get people all the time that come to my training. And I'm, I'm putting pressure on them. I'm squeezed them. And hatred comes out of them. Anger comes out of them. Vitriol. You can see them with daggers coming out of their eyes. They want to kill. They don't walk out. They think I'm the biggest piece of crap that ever walked this planet. They think I think I walk on water and big G God. I don't think any of that at all. But no one responds to reality. You respond to our map reality. No one responding to what's going on. They're responding to what they believe is going on. And if you've been along longer than a couple of years, alive longer than a couple of years, then you know what you think is going on and what is going on could be two totally different things. Think about the things of God. Who can know the mind of God, the word says? God's ways are far above our ways. Our best ways could not even come close. They're not in the same universe if it was possible for God to have bad ways. If God had bad ways, our best ways would be dimensions apart from God's bad ways, if that was possible. And so you got to consider, what are you putting in yourself? Are you buying in the anger? Are you buying in the racism? Right now, it's okay to be racist in America, as long as you're racist against the melanin challenge. Look at the Minnesota. They just did a teacher's contract, teacher's union contract. Read it. And you know what is in there stipulated? That white people are evil. It's in there. So it says, when it's time to lay off, you only lay off white people. Read it. 
it doesn't matter tenure. You could have hired a person of color yesterday. And then you have a white person who's tenured, who's ready to retire. And you fire that person first. Take away their retirement. So this black person or this person of color who you just hired yesterday, they keep their job. But the person who sacrificed for 25 or 30 years, they lose their job. Not because of performance, not because of anything else, because of the color of their skin. Boy, we need a Martin Luther King Jr. did, don't we? Where someone said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. It was Dr. King that says you can't drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. It was Dr. King who said you cannot drive out hatred with hatred. Only love can do that. So let me finish Dr. King's logical flow. You can't drive out racism with racism. Only understanding. Only forgiveness. Only mercy. Only grace can drive that out. You're a sponge. I want you to imagine... And if you've heard this before, I want you to hear it for the first time, that I'm in your house, and you've got a beautiful tile floor. I don't care if you have hardwood. I don't care if you have carpet. I want you to imagine. We do it every day. Imagine you've got a beautiful tile floor. And then I have Hawaiian punch, and I knock over my Hawaiian punch, and there's Hawaiian punch all over your blue, beautiful uh, blue or white tile floor, whatever you want. Imagine whatever color you want. And so being the good gentleman I am, I want to clean up my mess. So sorry. So I go under your sink. I grab a sponge. I remove it from its wrapper because it's brand new, and I clean up my mess. When I go to squeeze that sponge over that sink to wring out what I just cleaned up, you're going to expect to see punch come out of it, probably red punch, because that's what I picked up on it. Now, the same scenario. So now I'm drinking a brown soda, a Diet Coke. I'm watching my girlish figure. And so I knock over my brownish soda, my Diet Coke, and it's all over your beautiful tile floor. Again, wanting to be a gentleman, wanting to clean up my mess. That's not fair to you. I go under your sink, I grab a brand new sponge, I take an Avis wrapper, and I clean up my mess. When I go to that sink to squeeze that sponge, you know what you expect to come out of it? Some type of brown liquid. And then rhetorically, I would ask you why. But you would answer anyways because I asked you a question. And you say, well, black, that's easy. Because that's what you cleaned up with it. And it was a clean floor, and there was nothing else in the sponge. So what do you think is going to come out of the sponge except what you put in it when you squeeze it? And see, in this story, you are the sponge. You're the sponge. When you get squeezed by life, the only thing that can come out of you is what's in you. And I teach the power of what you allow in your mind. If, if I go back to that little me, that little me at five years old and give myself one piece of advice, it would be be careful what you allow in your head. Be careful little eyes what you see. Be careful little ears what you hear. Be careful little feet where you go. I had a 17-year-old girl, who, her mother had heard about our training, and her daughter was struggling with depression, suicide, getting ready to go off to college, and she was afraid for her life. So she'd heard about the change work I do, and she went ahead and called me up, signed her up, and she struggled. She was a uh, mealy mouth. She had no confidence. She was insecure. She uh, felt unattractive, unintelligent, and so she carried herself like a wallflower. And, boy, this training had changed her life. I thought she was going to quit. It was really, really tough. Uh, but, man, she made it through. She pushed through, and I was so proud of her. Monday, I go to uh, the office, and there's a voicemail, and it's her mom crying. And I'm panicking because her daughter struggled mightily. And so I called her up. I got her on the phone, and as soon as she heard my voice, she started crying again. 
I'm saying, oh, oh stop. Get your breathing. I had to breathe a little bit. I said, is everything okay? She said, no. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? She goes, no, it's better than okay. She re- recollected the story about when her daughter came home, came back Saturday night. It was like 7 o'clock at night, and they, they didn't know she was home yet. They heard the dog barking. That's strange. The dog only barks at strangers, so they wanted to see who it was, and it was their daughter. Now, the dog had grown up with her. They, it doesn't bark at her, but the dog sensed something different. And so she said her highs and all that to mom and dad, spent a few times, and then she disappeared. And she went, took her sister, said, Mom, we're going to go somewhere. She, they left. And while they left, my husband, her husband, the, the girl's father said, Wow, she looks different. She looks taller. Her eyes look different. She's carrying herself different. Where did she go? And I talked to her. And they didn't know where she went. And they found out later that she had taken her 16-year-old sister to Mardell's. See, my graduate had told her sister about the power of the mind. And how be careful what you put in there because when you get squeezed by life, the only thing that's going to come out of it is what's in it. And so they started cleaning up their iPod, uh, their iPads and getting rid of all suggested music, words with swear words. And her sister had one song she wanted to keep because they used a cheerleading practice. So she said, hey, can I keep this one song, sister? And so my graduate said this. Listen, I'm going to give you a batch of cookies. I'm going to make you a dozen cookies. And I'm only going to put a fleck of poop in one of them. Are you okay with that? Now, I don't know about you, but if I see a dozen cookies and I believe there's a flecko poop in one of them, I'm on a diet. And moral of the story is if you won't put a fleck of poop in your mouth, why would you put that crap in your head? Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about power cake. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule If you're considering protecting your retirement with gold or silver, listen up. Mark Davis here. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. They are so passionate about teaching people how to own physical gold and silver. They've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because they really educate their clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. Call 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Talk to one of their experts. They can send you a free gold kit along with a free copy of the Wall Street Journal national bestseller, The Great Devaluation. Number again, 800-900-8000. Don't wait any longer. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value, all from Advantage Gold. 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Call Advantage Gold today. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about powder cake. You know, powder cake, by definition, is a barrel of gunpowder. But it really means a dangerous or volatile situation. A situation or a place that could easily become extremely dangerous. That's from... Cambridge English Dictionary. And from Wikipedia, where people never quote Wikipedia, I just have it in there to give you understandings of what I'm talking about. It's not my end-all, do-all standard or source. That's the Bible. But this is just people's opinion. This is like politics day. The truth doesn't matter. What matters is what people are told is the truth. So this is what people read Wikipedia. Whether it's true or not, they believe this truth. So let's see what Wikipedia has to say about it. Wikipedia says a power keg is a barrel of gunpowder. The powder keg was the primary method of storing and transporting large quantities of black powder until the 1870s and the adoption of the modern cased cartridge. The barrels had to be handled with care since a spark or other source of heat could cause the contents to deflagrate. That's a great word. I, didn't, I don't think I've ever read that word. I've seen it. Def, uh, deflagrate. That's a cool word. In practical use, powder kegs were small casts to limit damage from accidental explosions. Today, they are valued as collectibles. Specimens of early American kegs for gunpowder are found in size like 8.75 by 6.5 tall. All that. Kegs for blasting powder used for mining or quarrying were often larger than kegs for shipping and storing powder for firearms. Now, for firearms. Now, the metaphor. A powder keg is also a metaphorical term for a region that political, socioeconomic, historical, other circumstances have been prone to outburst. The analogy is drawn from a perception that certain territories may seem peaceful and dormant until another event triggers a large outburst of violence. This term is most often used to simplify and help understand of what is often a complex set of circumstances. The powder king, the anger and the political processes. This is what you got to get. Anger drives the political process. It's done intentionally. We're, we got to get people angry. You remember, uh, Donald Trump's a, a criminal. He's a lowlife. You got people like Chano. They, they, you, they've invested five years of you hating this man. They put a fake investigation. They spied. They lied. They lied to the FISA court. They tapped his phone. They told everybody that he was a Russian agent. And now we know it's all made up. It was all circular reporting. People got Pulitzer Prizes. Media got Pulitzer Prizes that are still standing for reporting on a lie, reporting on a story that was made up. It was basically a soft coup. But no one calls that insurgency. No one calls four years harassing this person with secret, uh, you know, uh, whistleblowers, right? A whistleblower became anyone who didn't like Trump now and would just trash him, right? 
Notice nowadays under a Democratic administration, we don't like whistleblowers. But under a Republican administration, we, so don't you see it's all about anger. You've got to be told that no matter what, Trump is evil. Why? Because the ends justify the means. Remember, if we could prove to the Germans that all the problems with the Jews, if all of our problems right now, all the problems in America is because of white Christians. All the problems in America is because of all these Trump supporters like I am. So they want you to know that 45% of the country is all your problems. It's not fentanyl that there's enough fentanyl that came in just this month alone to kill every single American. So fentanyl isn't the biggest threat. Uh, radical Islam isn't the biggest threat, like Afghanistan, Iraq, ISIS, uh, Al-Qaeda. None of those, those are not the biggest threat. The biggest threat to America, Joe Biden wants you to know, are white Christians, are conservatives. Now, just stop for a moment. And if you agree with that, you need to, I mean, what racists, there's so many problems with that. You're judgmental. I, I, but it's all driven by anger. And 20 years ago, University of Washington did a study that anger drives people to be active. And the more angry you can make people, that's why everything's about we're killing people. Uh, uh, women are going to have to backroom abortions. I, I got to be honest with you, I've always believed that women were the greatest of the two sexes. But now the greatest right for a woman is to kill a baby inside of her belly. That just stuns me. That that's now what we've come to. That if you can't have sex the way you want it, then screw everybody else. I just don't know. How do you wash that with God? It's not your body. The Bible says it's his body. The Bible says you have died. You have been crucified with Christ. It is not your body. It is Christ. It was paid. It was bought for a price. The Bible says if you're married, men, you cannot withhold your body from your wife. The Bible says your body is not yours. It's her. And I know you don't want to hear this, women. I'm just telling quoting scripture. The Bible says if you're married, you're not to withhold except for certain times of physical relations from your husband because it's not your body, it's his. And if you have a body inside of a body, that body inside of a body is not yours. If you have a parasite inside of you and you kill off that parasite, you're not killing your body. You're killing a body inside your body. Don't you get it? You're carrying, killing a parasite that's attached to your body, that's become attached to your body, but it's not you, it's a parasite. I'm not calling a baby a parasite. It is a body within a body. That is a different entity, a different human being. And so you gotta realize that there's anger in the political process and they wanna get you anger, but here's the problem. Where does the anger go when the election's over? This is what you gotta ask yourself. It doesn't go away. It doesn't dissipate. It's still inside you. And what happens is it's directed towards anybody that doesn't please you, anybody that pushes a button, anybody that triggers one of your fears or doubts or panics, anybody that re reminds you of somebody else from your past that hurt you. And we block and attack. And so then we, we attack our spouses when they don't respect us. Forget love. We, would you at least respect me? So when they don't love us or respect us, we wonder if they even like us. We still hold our tongue. We still love on them. That's a verb. It's not a feeling. It's a verb. You got to realize, well, where does that anger go? It goes to the guy who cuts us off on the road. Maybe he's got a pregnant wife in the back. Maybe he just found out, got a call from the school that there's a lockdown, there's a shooting, active shooter. And that person's working to get to their place and they cut you off. They didn't even see you there. And now you're raging and you're going to follow them. You're going to flip them off. You're going to get in front of them, slow down and pin them between cars so they can't get around. And that anger. And then they've got shootings. And then we ram cars. Don't you see it's all around us? You don't see the articles? 
Let me give you a couple articles. Here's one. Texas nurse facing murder charges for a Los Angeles crash was reported volatile after breakups. So here's this woman. She's a nurse, right? She's a black woman. I don't know that matters. But we don't talk about race when they're black. Only if they're white and they do something do we hear about race. Or if a black person was wrong, we'll hear that they're a black person. Again, this is what's being you're being manipulated. So, ready for this? The traveling nurse who is facing murder charges for allegedly plowing through a Los Angeles intersection at 90 miles last week reportedly had a history of acting erratically and threatening suicide after breakups. Prosecutors said that 37-year-old Nicole Linton had been in 13 wrecks, including one in 2020 that caused bodily injury before she allegedly sped through a red light on August 4th in the Windsor Hills capital, igniting a fiery wreck and killing six people. How about Anne Hayes? Right? All the stuff she did. She's had a, a lot of mental problems. She's been struggling with homosexuality, bisexuality. She's married, had kids from men, and then she's with Ellen. And all this, she's rich, she's famous, she's attractive, but she's hurting. She's angry, she's bitter. She's part of the left. She's all riled up about fossil fuels and about this and about that. All that anger. How about this? The Flash star Ezra Miller seeks treatment for complex mental health issues. Again, rich people who can sleep with anybody they want, who can buy anything they want, who can go anywhere they want, all this. So actor Ezra Miller is speaking out about their uh, actor uh, speaking about past behavior after a series of arrests and abuse allegations over the last several months. The Flash star, who identifies as non-binary, announced they. Oh, that's what threw me off. They, the pronouns. Okay, that's what threw me off. I thought this is not good writing. It's pronouns. Announced they, because it's not a he or she. Announced they are seeking treatment, and for complex mental health issues. Now think about it. What is dysphoria? Dysphoria is a state of feeling unwell or unhappy, a feeling of emotional and mental discomfort as a symptom of discontentedness, restlessness, dissatisfaction, malaise, depression, anxiety. And so gender dysphoria, think about it, dysphoria is a state of unease or generalized dissatisfaction with life. We've always had it. We've always struggled with it. I mean, as a teenager, our teeth are too big, our lips are too big, we got freckles, we got acting, we got zits, we got hair coming in weird places, we got smells coming in, all that, and it's, it's chaotic. But back then, we were never encouraged to take that confusion and ha- become a medical, op- uh, medical experiment for the rest of our lives. To do things that are going to shore our body, to make sure that we have to have injections every single month, to make sure that we have to have all kinds of medication because we basically screwed up our, our mechanical ability to be human. This guy, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I'm suffering complex mental health issues. But don't you get what's going on? It's confusion. We don't know words are being changed. We're told that only white people can be racist, and now it's okay to be racist against white people. We're told that all men are sick. They're twisted. Toxic masculinity. We tell four-year-old white kids that you're evil, that you're just born that way. You're nothing you can do about it. We tell four-year-old black kids that white people hate you, that life's going to destroy you, that you have no option. We change the entire world for a few people, LGBTQT, at 1%, maybe 2%. But yet we're going to change everything so those 1% or 2% don't feel uncomfortable. I'm not saying you should ever be mean to anybody or hurt anybody. God says us to love the sinner and hate the sin. God tells us to turn the other cheek. God tells us to greet everybody with a loving kiss. God tells us to be kind. If someone hits you on the right cheek, you give them the left. If someone takes your cloak, you give them your tunic. 
So you got to have a standard. And right now, you're being played, players. You're being agitated. You're being aggravated. You're being told who to hate. It's called uh, you're being programmed. And it would make Joseph Goebbels proud. Joseph Goebbels took Germans and taught them how to slaughter Jews. Why? Because whenever you make someone less than human, whenever you make someone the problem, the enemy, then all of a sudden it's okay to do whatever you want to a dog. You can, you can destroy evil. You can be mean to evil because you're justified. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to give you back some power and some freedom. Today, we're talking about powder cake. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about powder cake. You know, a lot of us are ready to pop. You know, stuff, 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 snap. We want to hold our tongue. We want to, you know, uh, hold our thoughts captive, the obedience of Christ. But, you know, we get attacked. We're attacked by our political environment. Some of us are attacked by our spouses, attacked by our families. Some of us are attacked by society, attacked by friends and former friends. I mean, this week I had a friend uh, who basically verbally abused my son in front of me. I said, no, 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 you don't talk to my son that way. And he said, well, then you get out of my house or whatever. And I left. Uh, I had a guy who I'd changed her life uh, 15 years ago, helped out, put him in class, um, saved his life. He came back 10 years later, just this last couple weeks, came back. I let him staff with me, told everybody how he changed his life with tears. How, and then I let him staff and comes back. I haven't talked to him since he staffed three weeks. He was on vacation, whatever. And then the first message I get from him on my tax two days ago was, I'm watching you. I'm listening. You're a big hypocrite. Uh, you don't. Not, hi, how you doing? Hey, really? And so I said, we're done. This was the second time. About two weeks ago, we, I was playing with him on the text, and he, like, uh, lashed out at me. So who do you think you are? I'm like, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, when you squeeze somebody, undoubtedly this guy, Joe, he has this animosity towards me. He's thinking about me and all the evil I'm doing. All the, I'm not doing anything. I haven't even thought about him since our last class. I've been busy changing lives. See, you got to realize who you are and who's, and who's you are and why you're here. And one of the hardest things in life is not to own other people's hatred, not to own other people's stuff. You know, I, I had a, a person I know that, man, my voice used to really turn them on. They couldn't get enough of my voice. And now they hate listening to me. They hate my voice. And now my voice hasn't changed. So what's the difference? Remember, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. So you remember, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when so, there's a stimulus, we don't respond to the stimulus. We go to what we know. We go to our three channels, the visual channel, the auditory channel, the kinesthetic channel. So we see something from our past or we hear or say something about our past or we feel something about our past, either emotionally or tactilely, and then we respond. See, we're not responding to the stimulus. We're responding to our narrative about the stimulus. So in that situation where this person, my voice used to be a great thing for them. They used to uh, feel great things and be excited and all this. And now when they hear my voice, they, they get bitter and angry and, and, and uh, pissed off at me. Excuse my language. So here's the question. If my voice hasn't changed, what changed? See, don't you get it? What changed is their narrative. What changed is now their self-talk of what they're saying about me. That I think I'm God, or I'm, I'm this, or I'm that. See, they're thinking about me all the time. Why do you think God says do not worry? Why do you think the, the, we're, we're told not to worry, not to fear almost 365 times? Why? Because our manufacturer, the one who made us, the one who knows us, the one who knew our frame before we were, the one who knows our heart, who put all knowledge in our brain, who allows us to know God or not know God, who chose us, it is that one who made us. And see, he knows how we're made. There are 1,400 diseases, known diseases attached to fear. And you know what the Spanish word for worry is? Preoccupado. Preoccupado. Worry is paying interest on debt you might not owe. See, you cannot have two opposing things in the same place at the same time. It cannot be day and night at the same time. It, you cannot be grateful and a victim at the same time. You got to get this. 
And so you not, cannot be fully present in the now moment and be preoccupied. You see, they're totally opposites. And that's why most people are missing so much the shiny one. Shiny object, squirrel, were distracted with 27 ESPNs. You know, the old saying is that the devil can't make you bad. He'll make you busy. And so now we have a deep state, a political system. It's not, it's real. Some of you want to brush that off as soon as you hear this stuff because you've been so programmed. Man, can you, if you can believe in a virgin birth, surely you can believe that there are forces in this country that want power. And there are forces in this country that are manipulating things that you don't know about. How can you not believe that, but you can believe in a virgin birth? You can believe in the six days of creation, which I believe. I believe the Bible, every word of it's true. I don't believe it's allegory. I don't do a story except where he wants to put allegory and story in there. You got to know what he's talking about when he's talking about it. That's why he spent time in it. But the, the key is the elections now are anger. If they can make you hate the other person, you'll stand in line for 10 hours. If they can make you hate the other people, then it's you're okay um, sending in three or four ballots. If they can make you believe that you're doing good, like the Germans believed they were doing good by slaughtering the Jews, like white people 100 years ago believed that they were doing good by keeping black people away from them, those are all lies. We treated human beings like crap, like dogs, and it's wrong. I don't care if you're talking about Nazis uh, Nazis and Hitler's Germany. I don't care if you're talking about America, uh, where we treat uh, black people with disdain because they're black. And today we treat white people with disdain because they're white. There's no difference. Racism is racism. To use someone's skin color against them. But when the election's over, this is the problem. The problem, where does the anger go? It goes to our spouse when they don't listen to us. It goes to our kids when they don't respect us. It goes to the guy who cuts you off or the girl who cuts you off uh, on the freeway. And then there's road rage. It goes to your boss where then you justify stealing or walking out. It goes to your cheating spouse. It goes to your loving partner or parents. It's stuff, 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 snap. It's the justification BLM. BLM can steal billions of dollars. They can burn down cities. Uh, they can. They don't have to abide by laws. They can kill cops and be let out five minutes later with cashless bail because they're all victims. Because we all know that every black person is a victim. And then Antifa, right? Here's one of the most criminal organizations, uh, just brutal. And yet the media protects them. The Democratic Party pretends they don't exist, but we're all worried about January 6th, all worried about white Christians, but we're not worried about Antifa, these climate thugs. And for those of you, think about it. We're, you're being told you fear the planet. You realize how many people are afraid that we're destroying the planet? Have you not read the Bible? Read Revelation 22. Read that God's going to melt this puppy someday. Read that the rainbow was given to us to show that God will not destroy the world by a flood ever again. Did you hear what he said? Not that he would never destroy the world. The world's going to be destroyed. Now, we're going to be good stewards. God's omniscient. He, he sees everything. He can't learn anything. So you really think the God of the universe, all omniscience, didn't figure man in the equation. The God of the universe didn't realize how man was going to destroy the world. The God of the universe was not prepared for his creation man. That's what you're telling me? How could some of you call yourselves Christian and buy in the lie of that we're destroying the planet? So now we've taken control away from God? That's silly. See, when you dehumanize your opponent, you make them dogs, then you can destroy them. And that's what they're doing, and we're getting people angry. Joseph Goebbels led some good people to slaughter almost 10 million people because they were manipulated. They were propagandized. 
Joseph Goebbels, who headed up the propaganda department, he's a propaganda minister, put it this way. It would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition a psychological understanding of the people concerned that square is, in fact, a circle. They are mere words, and words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise. So you got a media telling you one thing over and over and over. Like the media told you that, oh, the FBI was not in possession of Donald Trump's passports. Yeah, they were. They returned them. Read it. They were. They had them. And then they fought them to get them back, and then they returned them. But we're being told that it was a lie, that Donald Trump lied. They didn't have – that's not true at all. See, this is where the media now comes in, and because you hear it, you've got to turn off CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News is, is part of the deep state. He would say, Joseph Goebbels would say, let me control the media. I will turn any nation into a herd of pigs. Joseph Goebbels said it would not be impossible to make people think anything with enough repetitions. He said, think of the press as a great keyboard on which the government can play. The most brilliant propagandist technique will yield no success unless one fundamental principle is born in mind constantly. It must confine itself to a few points and repeat them over and over and over. He said success is the important thing. Propaganda is not a matter for average minds, but rather a matter for practitioners. It's not supposed to be lovely or theoretically correct. I do not care if I give wonderful, aesthetically elegant speeches or speak so that women cry. The point of a political speech is to persuade people of what we think right. I speak differently in the provinces than I do in Berlin. When I speak in Beirut, I say different things than I say in the Ferris Hall. That is a matter of practice, not a theory. We do not want to be a movement of a few straw brains, but rather a movement that can conquer the broad masses. Propaganda should, not, should be popular, not intellectually pleasing. It is not the task of propaganda to discover intellectual truths. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to be careful. Be a steward of your mind. Just like you're a steward of this planet, be a steward of your mind. Turn off the news. Turn off the TV. Limit yourself to a few minutes. Be careful what you watch. Don't put things that go against your values in your head. Don't be watching them. Don't be listening to them. And you need to cut off people. You have bitter, angry people like I had to cut off Joe. I blocked him from my phone. Joe, you're no longer part of my experience. You're a cancer, Joe, and cancer spread, and they destroy. And so you've got to get rid of those mental cancers that are feeding you all this anger, all this rage, all this hatred, because your life matters. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. National travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face to face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.